This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric Branson, and with me as always is, are my good friends, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steiskel. How's it going Hello. tonight? Good. It's going good. Good. Uh, I didn't say, but we are here at episode number 147 tonight. This is, uh, I started saying this at the beginning of, uh, episodes because the only way I can remember when I'm like, when we're all like, oh, what episode is this tonight? So, yeah, it's like, um. Yeah, I always go back and check, but we're getting old, both in person and in podcast episodes. That's right. Yeah, getting so. up there. I don't think we have anything like big, like blowout scheduled for our hundred and fiftieth. We do have something that is kind of uh, it. It'll be momentous. I think I won't announce what it is yet because I don't think it's set in stone. But stay um, tuned. It's not exactly going to be. <laughs> yeah, keep them on. That's right. Yeah, you guys got to stay Stay now. tuned. Even after this, the show ends, just stay right there. Just keep listening. Just, just keep stay. listening. We'll, just so keep we'll playing. <laughs> we, can be yeah. the, we can be the noise in the background as you do whatever you do to your annoying uh, roommate and you need some kind of alibi. Like we're supposed, there was supposed to be guy. like a hint of murder, but for, in my mind it went it, sexual for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the well, prior just, conversation. Which uh, the, you know, the prior is, you know... Uh, kind of funny to me, but the the latter, now I just have the creeps. So um, <laughs> I think it's going to be on par with this episode. Um, yeah, so I wanted to let everybody know about, uh, I guess, big news for the Video Junkyard podcast. It took us 147 episodes to get to this place, but our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. Finally, um, I. <laughs> had a ridiculous tech issue that wasn't really an issue, more of an old man moment that uh, <laughs> got in the way of us getting on there and getting approved at one point. And then it totally fell off my radar until I had a friend mention it to me the other day, like, hey, you know, your uh, podcast isn't on Apple Podcasts anymore. And I uh, said, well, I should fix that. And I did. So, yeah, we're, we are officially on Apple Podcasts. We've been approved by the machine that is... Uh, apple and um yeah so we're back back i guess i don't know he said that he used to be able to find it and then he couldn't i don't think we've ever been on there before maybe those of you (laughs) out there that use apple podcasts can uh let me know if uh anyway senility is starting to kick in for somebody just give it about like at least like five years then we'll have our tiktok set and ready to go too Did you do your what? What's that? I don't... <laughs> now get the podcast in 30 second increments. <laughs> TikTok style reviews, yeah. Are, are you guys also at that age where, like, the new social media things like TikTok that come out, like, you, you just don't have the energy to yeah. learn it? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was like six years I don't... ago when I joined Instagram. I don't have the energy to learn it, like, on my own free will, but, like, 
um, my wife, <laughs> who will uh, actually picked the movie we're going to watch tonight, so I'll, I'll bring up another choice of hers that I love and adore. Um, she got into TikTok. I don't know how, but like downloaded it. I think when they were going to ban it, she's just like, oh, I'll <laughs> download it just in case. Like, check out what, what this is all about. See what I'm missing. And Rebel got the kids watching it. So mm-hmm. I have two four-year-old kids that are totally obsessed with TikTok. And, um, of course, I've kind of scrubbed, like, in to the best of my ability, because it's somewhat random from what I can tell based on what you follow and interests and whatever. But kind of scrub stuff that's, like, not appropriate off of it, or at least I, you know, swipe really fast if, uh, you know, yeah. it goes that route. But, um, but yeah, they're they're just watching silly dog videos and cooking stuff, and I don't know, they're just totally into TikTok. So anyway, so now I know what it is. So I, they've already taught me something about technology, and they're four. But it's, uh, that's how it starts. Yeah, this is the true <laughs> rise of the machines. Yeah, my 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 son's got you know he's got YouTube figured out, and I mean we don't let him on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that anyway. Um, and our daughter doesn't want to. She's not interested in Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. But, she, yeah, TikTok and luckily not Snapchat. Snapchat That kind of disappeared, didn't it? It's weird. Like, it just seems it's like... It's still sh- there. It's just weird. Hmm. Is it pretty much just used for what we all kind of thought it was going to be used for when we first heard about it? <laughs> um, I mean, there is that. But I think it's, it's mainly just uh, the way that... This is my old man interpretation of it now. I think it's just <laughs> mainly for people who want to be influencers or are influencers. It has a uh, lot of that, like, uh, what? Do, how do I put this? If if uh, Florida Spring Break were an app, okay, that's yeah. like it's like I, oh, it's full of young, dirty, drunk people. I was shaking my head, you know, up and down like I understood. Well, first of all, like you can see me, and second of all, like I understood what an influencer was entirely. So we're. Uh, oh I mean, my I, god. I, I, I'm the youngest I mean, I understand of in, the in three theory, of us. That's it, what's sad. Yeah, I know. I, That's I, why I, we went to you. We're getting the Snapchat. <laughs> download it, Brian. How's the Snapchat? <laughs> what's the Snapchat? I got, like, one person, one friend who still uses Snapchat and sends me stuff. And that's the only reason I use it, because occasionally she'll send me, like, a snap. And I'm like, okay. And I'll respond. And then I'll talk to her on Facebook Messenger. And then, like, hey. Do do you let her know? I have an entire app just because of talking to you. Could we switch to something else? We actually just have two, like, we used to just have two conversations at the same time on the two different apps. As if we're just two variations it's just like it's like um like parallel dimensions, like you're hanging out with the same person in another dimension, but it's a different conversation. But it's just on the two apps, like simultaneously. It's I don't think that's actually but, uncommon. <laughs> but you know, like the just the difference we're seeing here. Like I, I I tried to figure out Snapchat, and I was like, ah, this is too much. <laughs> oh <my laughs> shit! And so I was like, this just looks shady anyway, right? So I was like, nah, no. Nah. And I see that people like used it for the filter pictures and stuff, but. I don't know what people really use it for. I don't really care <laughs> at that yes, point, too. Yeah. Where even right. with TikTok, I'm like, what is it? A thing? Ah, whatever. It's not for me. So it's not targeted at me. I'm okay. But yeah. that kind of segues into the movie so Speaking tonight. of things that are young and cool, right? And yeah. not understanding it from another 
generation. Yeah. <laughs> From a total. As a younger generation, we don't right. understand this. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, this is our this is our, the last of our listener picks, right? Yeah, fifth and final one of our listener picks and tonight uh the movie in question was selected by none other than my wife, Corey Godare, who has been on my case to watch this said film for Oh gosh, years, probably a decade at this point. Like every every like Halloween season would come around and it would be on like ABC Family on TV or something and she always want me to sit down and watch it and we found it in like a bargain bin or a used store or something a couple years ago. So I have the we have the DVD and I still made excuses and somehow got out of watching it until of course when I mentioned we were doing more listener picks, she's like, "Oh, can I pick one?" and I of course said, "Oh, yeah, of course you can." And uh she uh picked 1989's cult classic teen witch high school it's supposed to be the time of your life how does she do that james but for louise miller high school was a living hell from her first secret love just die. To her first blind date. Nobody wants to date you because you're a dog. A dog! A dog! I'm David, Miranda's cousin. Ready? My life is a walking, talking tragedy. Give me some soul, kisses, baby! I wish you would just leave me alone! But just when nothing more could possibly go wrong... It's you. You're one of us. Me? A witch? Something wonderful went right. Now she's possessed with special powers. You can make anything happen. Break a leg, Kiki! That are simply bewitching. She can make her worst teacher hot. I will never be hit. And her best friend cool. most popular girl you have the power to make anything you want to happen can i make him love me love you with me being your coach he's gonna become your love slave everybody dreams but louise's dreams all come true astroth barbas tetragrammaton theos ishinos athetos what it's uh, a new U2 song. Teen Witch. Winning is a magical feeling. So, you know it's a cult classic when it says right on the back of the box that it is. Oh, it has to tell um, you. <laughs> so, uh, so, so. However, that would be undeniable in this case, I think, because it has become a, a midnight showings i don't know of course at least according to wikipedia i've never come across one but well we it sounded like and of course joe you should answer as well but like like eric you got forced into this through your partner my partner insisted when you guys told me what we were going to watch i was like all right i guess i'm not going to be in this episode bye guys you know the gift of being a quote-unquote reoccurring guest uh, <laughs> is this like that's why I'm a reoccurring guest? I just choose whatever reviews I want to do and not do. 
but um yeah he has the freedom we don't we're yeah. slaves to the podcast <laughs> but i apparently our own not making. because my partner <laughs> she insisted when she found out she goes no we have to watch it tonight like she was like you have to see this <laughs> it is so ridiculous um well, thank you sharon you yeah the, the video junkyard podcast a service and and ryan a service as well he's a stronger better person for having what it, survived teen witch but joe didn't you have a similar experience with sarah? <laughs> okay <sighs> okay so i mentioned this one to sarah and she's like you gotta see it you gotta see it you gotta see it so it was one that <laughs> she grew up watching too mm-hmm. um i was uh visiting some friends and family and had had a couple of beers because we're all vaccinated so we all thought it'd be nice to like get together actually and i'm in bed that night with my laptop going i should watch the movie and i made a bunch of notes and i didn't understand this movie and i'll be honest i wasn't that drunk i really wasn't it was just that but you're at that i was trying to explain to you guys before you're at that level of tipsy where it's like oh it's late okay it's late i'm kind of tired and i'm like i'm not really sure if i understand this movie is it serious or is it fucking with me and so i read through my notes the next morning and like i remember the movie but i don't know what any of these notes mean (laughs) so i when i got back home uh sarah and i watched it last night and i still don't know what half of those notes mean (laughs) i'd have to know is one of the notes say that jehovah starts with an i no it should it doesn't okay we'll get there yeah <laughs> so that's that's well, why that's why i'm i'm and the, but i we'll get there but yeah this yeah this was an experience for me double time so this, this so for anybody else that's wondering what this movie is all about let me get you a quick synopsis and i'll just uh go ahead from the back of said dvd box romance is the most powerful spell of all or mm. or so one teenager learns in the Fun teen fantasy starring Robin Lively, Zelda Rubenstein, Dan Gathier, Dick Sargent, uh, and Dick Sargent. <laughs> I'm butchering this. Filled with sweet natured comedy and supernatural appeal, Teen Witch will work its magic on you. Louise is a shy misfit with a huge crush on and no chance of dating Brad, the hunky star of a foot of the high school football team. And when Louise discovers on her 16th birthday that she's descended from Salem witches, she uses her newfound powers to become the most popular girl on campus. But when sparks fly between her and Brad, how can she be sure it's true love and he's not simply spellbound? Um, oh, yeah, so that's the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> There's a lot that Back. just that alone made me think about what happened in the movie. Just mainly the, <laughs> mainly the Salem line, because they... Yeah. They expose like how she's a witch by like the the smaller witch lady. Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein from whips of out, Poltergeist fame. Yeah. Whips out what looks like a yearbook with black and light white photos of them wearing <laughs> Victorian garb, but their death dates are like around the time of the Salem witch trials, like the 1600s. Mm-hmm. I just realized that right now when you said that. I'm like, I don't recall them actually talking about Salem in the movie. No. I just got that from the back of the box. So but, thank you, DVD liner notes people, for clearing that up. But yeah. Um, so my my first note here, and maybe you guys can help me. Oh, we're gonna figure this out. This is a mystery. <laughs> Decode, Opening yeah. credits. What the fuck? Teen girl rooftop dancing. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> oh, the organized like 
choreographed dance numbers in this thing caught me off guard. Was not expecting this because, uh, I don't know, here's what I thought I was getting into. So this movie, I knew a little bit about it in concept and maybe from like Wikipedia or whatever, but like... Is there a uh, concept to be had with this movie? It was originally pitched as the quote-unquote girl version of Teen Wolf. So Teen Wolf, starring Michael J. Fox, was a popular you know, uh, comedy slash supernatural whatever teenage movie. Um, if anyone out there hasn't seen Teen Wolf, it's definitely, it's certainly a camp 80s movie as well, but I think is uh, stands the test of time that you, you could go back and enjoy. Um, so I'm expecting something literally like that like and i hate saying something like the girl version but it's obviously what they were going for you know i mean back in the 80s they did that a lot so so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so they had had some success with teen wolf and they were gonna you know do do this one uh apparently it kind of sidelined and uh basically the basic concept stayed the same but everything else kind of went its own way and whoever came in um well we'll just say made many bold creative choices the the first uh, and foremost, as Joe just pointed out, being highly choreographed dance and musical segments. Now, there are not actual songs. Well, that's not entirely true. There is there is one uh, later in the movie. but So it's not an actual musical. But there are full-on, like, Grease-style choreographed dance numbers in this thing. Uh, literally blew the back of my head off, like, what? am i watching like this well, it just took my expectations and just and, <laughs> turned, and the song them. yeah i've got the song is called never gonna be the same again and then i wrote gah cringy as <laughs> fuck i mean i remember yeah. the first long dance number being in the girls locker room well there's yep. that one they're all wearing well, yeah. like the purple leotards or swimsuits or whatever and it starts with like the cheer one of the cheerleaders going hey here's a here's our new here's a new like cheer or whatever and then they all do this choreographed dance they're dancing on lockers they're staring right at the camera and, and, and our lead mm-hmm. is just watching from the corner like kind and of the peeping. song and the song is just we like boys over and over, over and, and over, over again. again and it goes and on for like it's a, five minutes it's a choreographed musical dance bullying segment where they're just teasing nerdy well the quote uh, nerdy with major air quotes here the nerdy main character that's supposed to be uh i didn't catch anything about how she looked dressed acted or anything in her character that led me to believe she was a misfit or a nerd but according to the back of the box and all that other stuff she is well um, what gives it away is the giant oversized tweed jacket in every 80s that's what i've picked up on that's that's how you identify the nerd is the oversized tweed jacket and her, she certainly hangs out with her friend Polly as a bit of a, a bit of what I would call a nerd character, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, music numbers, should we talk about the White Rappin' Boys? Oh, oh yes, there. We, we we should, but <laughs> I mean, we could talk about them now. I'm fine with that. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's see. Oh yeah, it's, uh, stop the horrible Brock Turner rap. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so, and then the, the later version holy fuck that was just oh my which, shoulders oh, you, hurt from cringing mean, which the rap one? battle oh yeah. the rap battle oh, i will yeah. i will say her friend <laughs> like 
what that whole scene yeah. is just like what her friend admits that she actually has a crush she's got a crush on main rap guy main yeah. rap guy which they do have the, the three-man group doing their own with the vests and everything they have wearing fucking vests. oh god yeah doing they're doing the, like that you know 80s hip-hop posing and um like yeah. weird signs with their hands that don't make any damn sense and then what she right she hexes her so, friend to do a rap battle against him yeah i will say yeah. she wasn't actually so bad but i'm also like by yes. comparison that's <laughs> so. that's by comparison sure yeah i think like all being it means the fastest is, snail <laughs> i think all oh, it means God. is by 1989 uh rap music was testing positive with suburban white kids so oh. they had you know they're like oh let's get some of that in there which i mean have you ever seen a movie that you could think of off the top of your head that has random rap sequences like this uh, in Mac it? And I mean, that's me. a... <laughs> I can't. Yeah, Mac it, and me. Yeah. yeah Yet again, true. it gets brought up once more. <laughs> hey, I actually that's, like, one that's of the first, the first thing brought said. up, and it's the la- and it's now part of the last review for this month. Yeah. So, one yeah. of the first things I said to Corey when everybody broke out in dance, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the McDonald's sequence in Mac and me. And luckily, this one had like four of those. So, Oh my a... god. <laughs> but the main character never sings or dances. She just watches. No. She's, yeah. it's not it's not witch, like cool for witches to sing and dance i guess but right. and this has nothing to do with her powers no all of this shit happens before she even gets her powers maybe she's just kind of a buzzkill in the first place like maybe you know, no. you know what the bold creative decision is fun. it's just coke it's just a bunch of coke i swear to god that has to be it <laughs> livens up every movie <laughs> i also have yeah. a note here that the little brother is a fucking horrible pervert. Punch this goddamn walking premature ejaculate of a primate heart. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird uh, performance choice from the actor uh, who played the little brother, Homer uh, in Near Dark as well. Yep, I was gonna say the only thing I I could put place him at is from, yeah from Near Dark, which he's perfectly fine in it, for the character he's playing. And this, he's just well. I don't know, but he's got way too much screen time, and uh, they he goes beyond being just, like, obnoxious little brother. He's just He's gross. Weird. He's yeah. just creepy, weird, like, hunchback stylish. It's just weird. That's, like, yeah, he he's just, like Igor. Like, yeah. <laughs> he constantly is shoving food in his mouth, or he's making these weird Alfredo concoctions, and the kitchen is covered in God knows yeah. what. But spaghetti I think sauce or something, I think. But that's like, kind of part smears. of. I think that's why when I was watching this movie, both times and really trying to grasp, like, is this movie being self-aware? Because that is such a caricature of an annoying yeah. little brother. It is like he's the like 80s epitome and that's the thing about this movie is everything is, is the epitome of. it is the most 80s yeah it is like a slice of everything not necessarily the good stuff about the 80s or whatever but this is like the slice of all of the cliches that you could think of of this period of time so 1989 uh including you know rap and white boys and uh yeah oh, this God. movie yeah, is, like... <laughs> is grossly 80s yes this movie this is, is like an 80s explosion in your face like, this is like, like like cadbury level sweetness and <laughs> in, in like it, it it's like oh my god it's like that level of disgustingness it's like <laughs> it's too much like joe said he hurt his shoulders from cringing like yeah my Everything butthole is still is not like unpuckered like it's... and i don't know I, I i won't be able to hide it for too long but you know what it by the time i was a half an hour into this and i got what it was all about i i was 
like almost in tears laughing at this thing. It is ridiculous. I've never seen a movie like this. <laughs> and we've seen a lot of movies like this. I've never seen a movie where it's dialed up like this. Like And it's it's taking itself seriously in a way. It, in a way. Yeah, a but way. it's almost like they just test market like every, like everything that's doing good in every test market that we're like, you know, pushing out from the like Let's get all the data from fast food. Let's get all the data from music and movies and all that. And we're just going to pack everything that kids supposedly love into a movie. And we're going to yep. like turn it up to 11. It's like letting like, the AI, AI the, program the, write the movie. Based yes, on the, 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 random, the random name <laughs> drops of celebrities in 1989. Yeah. Or 88. I mean, I assume this was made in 88 and came yeah. out in 89. So oh it's, my god, this movie came out the year I was born? Not a good yeah, movie. So it's, it's going to be world picking you were born up... Into. It's going to be picking up names from probably 87, 88. Like, mm-hmm. those are people that are prominent then. and they're Because we got talking about this last night. Like This movie came out the same year that Batman came out. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, we... They couldn't... Yeah, you can't really, like... It's hard to put that together in your brain. How like, old were you guys are, when this like, came out? Same. So, Ryan, you said this came out the year you I was literally born. a fetus, Joe. <laughs> I was literally yeah. a fetus. Yeah. I was eight years old. Yeah, which made me six. So, yet in Sharon, Corey, and Sarah's, our significant others' perspectives, this movie was like, like, like Batman was for us. It was a classic. Yeah. Well, well, I think it was their Teen Wolf that is a good idea, like good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a better, a little better. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we got talking about was like the movies that you see when you're a kid they have an impact on you. Like, if I said Teen Wolf, like, is that a movie that had an impact to some degree? I mean, when I was a kid, but... Yeah. After yeah. that. Like... I was certainly something I saw and liked like, a it, lot. It, yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, it look, it's the guy from Back to the Future, but he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was a movie I remember watching quite a lot. Yeah, same here. And... So it had, like, an impact on me. And you could mention some other movie, and it maybe it did, maybe it didn't. You know? So this is one that apparently has been, you know, it's kind of that equivalent. And, it, and so... It, it's kind of like a rite of passage in, in, the, in, the, in the female art, uh, cult, film cult world. Like, a rite of passage. Like, have you seen this, like, young girl in the 80, yeah. in 80s and 90s? I mean, I assume... It came up from, you know, we were like the last generation, and, and, and even you guys, Ryan, like, kind of grew up watching TV in real time. Like, kids don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Because no. um, I imagine Sharon so saw I, this on TV. Yeah, on I imagine it came, shit. it supposedly is played every year for the past 20 years or something on uh, ABC Family's, like, 13 Nights of Halloween or whatever. This is a staple of that. So is Mr. Boogity, by the way, so another one of my wife's favorite oh my God. Halloween classics. She must have watched uh, a lot of ABC Family. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's coming from the same place of uh, like syndicated uh, television replays of this thing. So especially yeah. around Halloween, and I think that's probably where all of these people, you know, our wives and, and, and significant others uh, were catching it and, and amongst an entire other generation. It's probably just simply the fact that it is what it is. It's targeted towards teen girls that they kind of stayed tuned in and we didn't. I don't think I ever saw it at any point, but you know, even if I even had I seen it, I'm not sure I would have. You know, I probably would have clicked away. So, but I will I say, in, in in my partner's defense, she said that it she watched it because it was really bad, but mm-hmm. what kept her 
is uh the psychic lady character she just adores that actress yeah um and i'm yeah. like that's the actress from poltergeist right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, that's what I, that's the first thing i said and she's like yeah i never saw that and she she like she waved her hand away from me when i said it's like hey it's her she's like, that doesn't matter she's from this that's how she's like nope this is my context for this character oh well that's that's how <laughs> yeah. you know we are with sean astin oh god yeah <laughs> right you know Our like Google. that says a lot about your age and i it kind of goes into this like what do you know zelda rubenstein from well somebody's gonna say poltergeist a lot a lot of people are gonna say a lot of you know people who were kids when this came out they're gonna say oh teen witch like what do you guys yeah. when you think like sean astin that was the sean astin movie that introduced me what, what's the movie don't say 50 no. first dates well, Goonies. It's Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, for anybody, there's who's a whole actually... generation that's like, oh, Lord of the Rings. But there's yeah, some people who actually go like, hey, it's that dude from Fifty First Dates. Well, my daughter's yeah, like, I it's know. the guy from Stranger Things. Right. It's crazy. Um, and this movie is one of those. So it's a, it's a, it is. My note for this one is what you remember of your childhood is what you saw when you were like you know 8 to 10 yeah movie doesn't necessarily have to come out at that point but like i remember yeah. when batman it has came a... out cuz it was a big deal but you know yeah that was a cultural thing but so were movies that came out before yeah it has an effect on you because it's just you're at that age where you're soaking things in like a sponge and you're just uh yeah you know you you see something like this and and whatever this movie is whether it's good or bad, it's certainly memorable. Um, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it's something that probably gets printed onto your brain somewhere. Like, the, I remember this ridiculous movie with, you know, the, the song and dance for that kind of doesn't fit. And um, just Yeah, I wrote of... for that one, like, who is this for? Why is this in here? <laughs> it, it seems to be a movie. Uh, and, and I think this is why it has such a cult classic kind of appeal. Um to, to especially to like modern film viewers because this thing is a time capsule of 80s cheese and um it has an emphasis on literally everything 80s cliche everything style wise except the story like this thing has a story like there's some stuff going on in it but i have and i'm not gonna say i've never seen it but i'd be hard-pressed to come up with a lot of examples for a movie that spends less time on actually developing the story it's telling than developing like all of these like weird song and dance scenes and like you know cute boys and oh my gosh the beginning like even the sequence like you mentioned the credit sequence it's just straight out of an 80s music video you know it's got like shirtless brad and um yeah it's just it's Sharon, basically that guy they Sharon get, they get his shirt a, off a, as a often romance as possible. novel turned into a movie like she says you have to see with, the first minute with of cheesy it. 80s song and dance numbers and that yeah. blurred and zelda rubenstein lens. yeah oh god i i also noticed that after <laughs> the um the new cheer i like boys or whatever it is mm-hmm. you know that's immediately followed by a cut to and are they in high school or college just high school it's high, high school, school yeah jesus the christ department? they're not not age, age age appropriate but yeah 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 okay so to this, you know, high school guys, and they're outside playing football, and from off camera, <laughs> I actually wrote down what they're saying. <laughs> because you mean the it's scene also... where they're showing him throwing the football with his cut shirt, like his half yeah, cut shirt yeah, and his short yeah. shorts? And what you hear in the background is, 
Yeah, see you later, Brad. We're animals. Yeah, we're number one. All right, <laughs> let's go. They do a high five, and then the dude pops his shirt off. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, just... yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, anything... a movie aimed at girls is subservient. You know, dr- yeah. Drunk Joe that night was seeing some shit and recording. Like, he's the he's the unsung hero. Like, there's a reason yeah. you don't remember your first viewing, Joe. He took a bullet for you. Yeah. Even a movie aimed at girls. Like, this is a girl movie, right? Subservient, and it's really aimed for white men. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. Well, yeah, of course it's a girl movie, but made by white men who are selling white men to girls, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's a very um, interesting <laughs> but i mean hey who is this the, for? The, what <laughs> this fucking exists like this yeah exists. It, it's there and and like i said i think my test the thing i was talking about like test marketing stuff earlier it is it's like they just crammed everything they thought a teen girl would buy into into a movie and they they literally it's like the old expression like let's throw something at the wall and see what sticks they had a really sticky wall like, <laughs> everything just landed on the <laughs> like uh, considering so they were writing sticky... a movie for teen girls that's really disgusting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. um but yeah there's there, but then there's like the fact that okay and the, i guess something that e- gets it even to another level of odd and 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 funny and kind of like makes this to me like just lovable garbage is that um, it's definitely a strong like he, he, this? This sounds like it's very Disney Channel special so far the way we've been talking about it. Except for I mean, who's kind of skated into like the the more romance parts of it, but um, it's definitely got a strong like PG thirteen sentiment to it as well. Like there's um, oh I don't know like uh, the sex ed class that's in there for oh no my fucking reason. god the sparky and, sperm yeah <laughs> yeah and uh the old lady talking about the condoms and the um yeah that's so that's there they uh we, we get sh- back at their angry I, she gets back at her like uh ornery old english teacher by making him almost making him expose himself to a class full of high school te- uh teens and then, of course, having him, you know, walk through a car wash, which was fun. But, um... Well, yeah, I've got a note on him. Where is it here? <laughs> Mr. Weaver. Uh, the... Yeah. What a fucking prick. Well, yeah, I wrote, oh, yeah. why do all 80s high schools, community colleges, and universities all look the same? Because <laughs> that's why I was like, is this guy a professor, a high school teacher? And I was like, why is he reading the note regardless? What an asshole. <laughs> so I was, yeah. I guess, on point with that one. Um... Good God! Uh, yeah, I I yeah. I want to talk about that sex ed scene. It had okay. yeah. no place in the movie. No, no. The main none no. of the characters. It was there none to of the be main edgy. Characters were even in there. <laughs> yeah, it was but, there to add more dick jokes. But yep. it did have like the best phrase. Like just the, everything she was saying was great. <laughs> Got to protect Sparky sperm and eat a egg at all costs. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, my three notes for that scene are dick jokes, and I've seen a condom chant. God damn it! <laughs> condom, 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 condom. Yeah. Um, These are the things that make this movie unforgettable. <laughs> well, that there's just some other lines like at the end, uh, towards the end of the movie, at the dance, the fucking DJ. That oh, goddamn God, yeah. DJ, some of the stuff he... One, at one point he goes, grab your wallets because here comes a slow song. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? 
<laughs> means get your well, if you were around in 1989 which you were but yeah yeah, yeah anyway. i just that's what that's I, the whole point of the the that's actually the whole point of the sex ed scene they were building up to the end to make that reference I'm like oh we got to get the condom and then i think it's a deleted scene where they have all the people in the dance start shouting condom and then so, he starts raising his fist and doing a remix to it so let's there let's really be honest here so she she gets brad under her spell Mm-hmm. And I mean, they they hook that, up. That, that's it. <laughs> that's it. They hook Hot up. Water in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh... and then at the end of the movie, right? She's like, "Oh no, how about we see if Brad like really likes me?" You know, on his own. But it's like, oh, so what do we call that? I I found like the actual thing she does, like when uh, when Louise finds out that she is you know it's a reincarnated witch and she's going she receives this amulet she's going to get all these powers when she turns 16 the stuff that she does although fairly believable for that age group i think and kind of the things that you would prioritize yeah. but as like any moralizing this movie is going to do which i mean it doesn't really oh, which thank god i guess but um awful she doesn't do anything but petty shit. She, like, gets back at her English teacher. She, like, gets the cute boy, makes herself the coolest girl in school, so people are following her around and doing dance numbers that she's, like... She never actually know. turns off that spell, by the way. No. no. She, like, kind of learns a lesson, <laughs> like, oh, I hope Brad really likes me. And, you know, then, like, like I don't know, the whole, the whole movie is resolved by her, like, giving Zelda a wink. Like, hey, I really learned a lesson. This is cool. I'm gonna go dance now. Like, yeah, that's it. That, that's <laughs> that's what we get. Did so, she ever, you know, actually take the spell off of Brad? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, let's be honest. If if the only reason that they fooled around is because she had a spell on him, what do we call that? Guys? Wait, I just realized <laughs> that what we need to talk about. And she it's fucking related. raped him. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. This is called Lucky Brad. It's not an eighty-four situation. But, mm -hmm. but we need to talk about where they hooked up. <laughs> yeah, that the derelict too. fucking house. Yeah. Which, if you were to change the music to something more like a horror movie, completely different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think we made a joke while we were watching it, something along those lines. But yeah. Being, it's like, hey, you could remember turn that into one? a horror movie very easily. Yeah, I, I think I, I pointed out like, what the fuck? So they're gonna go, they're gonna go fuck for the first time at like an abandoned, creepy house, and Sarah turned to me and she goes, "Shut the fuck up! This is what we had <laughs> for like, movies. Right? This is what we had." Like the house is. I mean, she's right. But... Yeah, she is. <laughs> but the outside of the house is like covered in trees and fucking curled fucking paint yeah, and everything. Yeah, right. No it's windows. The house from the thriller video, okay? It's the house from thriller. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is, and they're fucking finger banging on the fucking floor. The so <laughs> nasty. <laughs> it's just yeah. That is how you get splinters. That's you know, and, yes. and and <laughs> she had him under like some kind of mind control she brought him there that's fun yeah <laughs> she sure did it's uh well, like, remember it, 1989 women aren't capable of rape right no no, no, no of course not no, it's but totally i find fine. it I, it's just so weird because she he's under the spell 
and he's like leading her in this romantic way through these tall fucking grass towards his house and she's just smiling and i'm like i i would be questioning my spell's strength at this point i'm like it am i still under control where is he leading me is my creature yeah. evil did I make an evil creature? <laughs> yes, at some point. Yeah, I think there would be some questions. Is is at the least... weird cousin I was hooking up with somehow better? <laughs> I mean, at least we can um, find some solace in the fact that if this had been a reverse situation and it was a in in 1989 and it was a man mind controlling a woman into this situation, it still would have been totally fine. 1989, cool. Next topic. <laughs> you know what I do think is interesting that uh, Pet Cemetery came out the same year as this one. Now yeah. imagine that yeah. mashup. I bet it was shot right behind that house. Um, it was probably shot in the same house after I, they or in in between you know, shoots for Pet Cemetery. You read my mind. I always thought when watching Pet Cemetery, you know what this really needs is a little song and dance number in in between. <laughs> like we can cut right from the gauge truck scene to a song, cheer everybody up. Anyway. Actually, when he emerges from the dirt, <laughs> just he just grabs a top hat and a cane and starts. Oh I yeah, like do, boys. Some, do some kind of thriller like dance. Boys. <laughs> right after he uh, kills Eddie, uh, oh, he's Munster raised, himself. We raised him from the grave, and he likes yeah. boys. It's our uh, worst nightmare. <laughs> That's the worst part. Um, <laughs> okay, so I I had another part that really got me is when, um, Louise. And Zelda Rubenstein are talking, and like when when Zelda's first like you know you're you're of a lineage, right? Like really at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, "What's your last name?" She's like Miller. She's like Miller, Miller. Like she's really surprised by the exotic American name Miller. <laughs> you know, there's a prophecy about someone named Miller. <laughs> I had the same reaction. <laughs> I had like two two art teachers in in high school and grade school named Miller, given they were uh, father and son. But regardless, yeah, but... it's a popular fucking name. Yes, right. I know It'd many like Millers that are the, not related. The I prophecy li- of the Smith person. That is <laughs> I live in the like... I live in a city that is known for like making Miller brand fucking beer. Exactly. That's right. Like I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Yeah. Did anyone else think that Zelda Rubenstein, or Ma- I'm sorry, Madame Serena in the movie, but Zelda Rubenstein's character was kind of like a really, really poor mentor? Like, oh, she, she was siphoning the fucking powers. Oh, well, yeah, that, and she just, everything, she was just kind of a negative Nancy about everything. Like, um, Louise would come in and say some stuff about, like, oh, you know, this guy Brad, and she, she wasn't sure, like, she wanted to use her powers on him, and basically what i got from madame serena was like yeah go for it girl like you use it you use the powers to get what you want like <laughs> exactly well she she was uh, doing and then it she comes back with some like stuff about how love is all like empty and i don't know she's just uh well that whole the first fucking woman. scene she's having her like wait before you say whatever you gotta say do a little spell on this frog and then doesn't say <laughs> what happens to the frog until we, oh, right. uh, after she leaves and it tr- <laughs> she's like man turns it into a uh, handsome dude that ribbits. And all I can think is like, she totally fucked that frog man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Where's Rowdy Roddy when you need him? <laughs> if you guys don't know, you should see the episode where we review. Uh, yeah. Hell comes to frog town. Yeah. Hell comes to frog town. Yeah, you gotta town. plug it nope. if you're gonna if you're gonna plug it. Go all gotta the way. Plug. I, I forgot the movie. <laughs> I actually oh. forgot the rest of the 
the movie. I was too distracted trying to erase the image of Zelda and Frogman because, like, I started <laughs> figuring out the logistics. I'm like, she's a very short person. Um, well, anyway. you went farther than I did, but thanks for that. I, I, I didn't. I like to share my pain. <laughs> um, this movie, this movie was forced onto me. Okay, I was the frog right. man in this scenario, all of us, and I think <laughs> all of us for sure. And to be honest, it's only fair because it yeah. was forced onto them. Yes, <laughs> that's what they were doing. Like, hey, if you want to love me, you have to see what we were forced to watch. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is like this, this is, is what we were. Being this is what a, a yeah. quote unquote girl version of Teen Wolf looked like. Like at the time, but I will, I will say real quickly. I'm trying to find the spunky sperm line that the teacher said. But I can tell you, typing in spunky sperm and teen witch gives very different results than you'd oh. expect. For oh, instance, FBI I put in, tapped. I like Google. Careful like, where you're going. There be monsters there. I like how Google is. I type in spunky sperm line teen witch. And then Google That's corrects. Just, Do you, you mean don't. spunky sperm in teen witch? And I'm like, nope. Oh, thanks, I'm going to stop Google. looking for this. I'm going to stop looking for this until after this review is done. And then I'm going to continue looking for that. <laughs> what I do uh, after the show is my own damn business. I'll head over to Dots website too. <laughs> Fanfic. Speaking of, did anybody think it was funny that Dick Sargent showed up in this movie? Yes. Like just because Dick like, Sargent. Hey, why? Who? Who? Who's? What good witch actors can we find? Like, who, who's been in a witch movie before? Like, yeah, well, let's get the guy who's only known for being in Bewitched, although he's way too old to be this person's father, really. But, like, I mean, yeah. so there's Darren from Bewitched, if anyone doesn't know Dick Sargent from, yeah. But, there he is. <laughs> yeah. That's all who shows know. up just to, like, deliver some, like, really, really cliche 80s dad sitcom dad advice. But. And his 80s dad sweater. Yeah, yeah. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he plays no real role in the movie. He's just there literally because so everyone can go, hey, that's the guy from Bewitched. You know what always, uh, I want to go back to the Zelda and them thing for a second that I was just thinking about. There was, there's a part, there's a part where, you know, like you mentioned it earlier and then I brought up the whole frog thing. But like she comes in about like, I want to be popular. Like, this was her big, like, moral, like, mm-hmm. weight that she had to carry. Like, I want to be popular. I'm like, okay, way to go. But, you know, Zelda does what she does. But she grabs this little bag of magic. She goes, what's that? It's the last of my magic. And then she uses it to help make the spell to make what's-her-face popular. However, I'm just stuck going, like, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by last of your magic? Um, I think this is something that she should learn about. It's finite. Your magic is finite. You sure you want this to be the spell that you want it to be? Okay, I guess we're going forth with that. All right. So at Mm. the end of the movie where she's tossing her the necklace, like, that's a nice gesture. I'm thinking, no, she fucking owes her one. (laughs) She used the last of her magic to make her popular, and she turns and goes, maybe I'm too popular at the end of the movie. And I'm like, hmm. These people suck. Yeah, I didn't feel like that message came across. Like, I feel like had, you know, her her wish been, I want to be the most popular girl in school, and then she went on to, like, learn a bunch of life lessons about how draining that is and all this and that. And all of that stuff kind of happens, 
but I never felt for a second that Louise really gave a shit. <laughs> like no. she was all like Brad, 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 Brad. That was all that. Um, I don't know. Like I, she, I don't feel like she ever learned any lessons or learned anything no. from it, except for that like one shared look they had or whatever. When yeah, at the end when they exchanged the yeah the amulet or whatever it is again and yeah, I don't know that. Again, I, I don't think I don't think narrative was really their their primary goal here. It was getting the right scenes in the right order and uh, catchy songs and <laughs> bitching clothes and whatever. But fucking uh, gross little brothers eating a whole chocolate oh. cake underneath the bed. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> just cre- creepy English out. teachers. Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah. Uh, this I this one is is sitting weird with me. You know. Yeah, it's the Cadbury egg. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's not right. It's unnatural. No. <laughs> but I like Cadbury eggs. I don't know. I don't know if I like this one because I don't. I don't understand this movie. I <laughs> I haven't seen so... a movie that after two viewings in like a twenty four hour period, I'm still like, I just don't get it. Mm-mm. Like, is it 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 seriously is this? I keep thinking back to um, what's oh god what's the John Cusack movie? Not say anything. Um, Better off dead. Mm-hmm. That's the one. You know how that one has some weird self-aware moments to it. Yeah, like so corny they're self-aware. I I keep wondering about this one. Like, is it is it doing that or not? <laughs> and I can't tell. I, and I I don't I, think like, you're ever going to be able to tell for sure. Like it's it's that out there that are they laughing at you? Are they laughing at you laughing at this or what? Are they are they being earnest and trying to make a buck here? Like I don't I don't yeah. know. I couldn't figure it out either and I think it's all the better for it <laughs> cuz it just makes it this weird like uncomfortable space that maybe my laughter is a little bit of a uncomfortable laughter but I, I mean, don't know. It, it gives was... it it gives it longevity in a form of like hey, you should see this cringe thing. Oh god. Yeah, or if like, hey, so do you want to cringy? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, what, I what's worse, this up... or the room? I've never seen <laughs> the room all the way through. Yeah, I and I haven't either. I <laughs> this always comes this I say this how many times and Ryan'll laugh, but um I have a copy of it on DVD, but, but I've never watched, watched it. it so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you um, know, I always say yeah. this in fairness, I have uh, a copy of The Graduation. With Dustin Hoffman, and I have not seen. Oh, that. the Graduate. The That's Graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. it, and I bought that like God seven years ago. I'm like, this is a good movie. I should, I'm supposed to watch it. Still, never seen it. It just sits there, staring at me. See, it ha- me. that happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens a lot in my collection, but it it happens. <laughs> and now you have Teen Witch in your collection, and you've seen oh. it. That's right. Now I've seen it. So, yeah. um, yeah, Joe. I know you've mentioned in the past that that your daughter has a big like 80s thing like it's into the 80s uh via like stranger things or whatever mm-hmm. did you um happen to let her watch teen witch or suggest I, she watched i, I yeah. suggested it to her and <laughs> she's 11 isn't 11 and a half now almost is an interesting age because <laughs> some days it's 80s and some days it's been like grunge 90s which they don't call it grunge anymore they have a whole other name for it, but it's fucking grunge. Yeah. And what's the you name? Know, it's a lot of flannel <laughs> and like jeans with holes in them. I'm like, yep. 
<laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, the, that was the ninety early nineties. Yeah. And Crazily enough, it was like that was like four years after this movie was made, <laughs> which means I'm gonna have to start like finding that appropriate style of when you know that would have been like you know ninety two. 91 yeah. 92 for her so i don't know i i i offered this one to her but i think she's already kind of like no it's not the 80s you know it's like the kids feel out eras yeah like maybe i like the stuff from the 60s well some but maybe i like more of the early 70s you know that kind of a thing <laughs> in her case it's 80s and 90s which is terrifying to me right well yeah i mean that's our it was a, our 60s and 70s it's equivalent but yeah the uh I just wanted to, you know, be, be a good way to snap her out of like, hey, maybe the 80s weren't all cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, the 80s is not like Stranger Things and like It Part 1. You know? Yeah, <laughs> actually was... that stuff, the cool stuff from the 80s was the stuff that like got you a wedgie and beat up. Like, that wasn't what cool, you know, this is what the cool kids were doing. They were they were dancing and rapping and you yeah. know, date raping and... Yeah, <laughs> and, so. and murder shacks. Yeah. <laughs> and murder shacks, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yep. And with, you know, big shoulder pads and their dresses and the jackets and the, yeah. yeah. Got yeah. boys pop their shirts off constantly for no reason. And you were supposed to, girls were supposed to focus on that. Yep. They were supposed yeah. to. Like, that's what you do. And yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. Look, there's Brad. He's got no shirt on again. <laughs> and of course it's a Brad. Yeah. No offense <laughs> to anybody named Brad, but of course it's a Brad. Yeah. No. I feel like that whole school just purposely hated Louise, though, prior to her powers. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, and like, they, think it'd they be were more going so afterward. Yeah. You'd think it'd be more, like, once they realize. But, oh, that's right, you guys brought up. She never really lifted that spell off of everybody else. No, that Why was her punishment. If, 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 like the, if the spell was for her, like, everybody in school to like her, how come her best friend was still, like, being all standoffish? Which that's I get my question. Standoffish, but why did <laughs> yeah. it not work on her? Exactly. Yeah, and let's, yeah, for some reason she exempted her from it, which I never heard her do, but... Yeah. Yeah. Don't it, know. Her her friend saw through her shit, you know, like nobody else did, but Well, and maybe it's a statement about how shallow everybody else is, but if that's the case, then why are you bothering with Brad? Because you he requires a double down. You had to say everybody's gonna like me and Brad is part of everybody, and then you have a special spell that just Brad likes you. It's like I'm sure if you went with the base, you could still probably get him to like you because he already does, but no, you had him really like you. I like yeah. I like his one line. He goes, "I really like you. You're authentic. I don't like shallow fake women." And it's just like, who the fuck were you macking with in the beginning of the movie? Who <laughs> who almost like gave you Roadhead, which almost killed Luis. I mean, like, yeah. Plus, it's with, like, Brad? don't worry, Luis is shallow and all that too. Don't worry. But but Brad's also like hypnotized or not, taking people to the fucking murder shack to hook up. It's like, Brad, there's more to Brad than meets the eye. Yeah, <laughs> like very real yeah. Ted Bundy vibes. What about the um one one just kind of random scene in this movie that exists for I don't know what reason is there's a a scene where Louise and Polly go to a concert. Um, oh, do they? Where what is her name? Shayna, the rock star, which is oh, the, the how she's part, credited. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, because of the everybody likes me spell or whatever is, uh, you know, allows Louise to come backstage and like is very like in awe of her. And, you know, they she Louise needs, and Polly thinks it's the coolest thing the coat to make the spell, though. That's how I interpret right. it. She needs okay. the item of a popular person to use on herself to make her the same lover le- level of popularity. So how does she go about Do we know how she went about like hexing or witching um... She just puts her name on the list. Yeah, I yeah, I knew she did that, but I think that's it. So but why yeah, is the why is the rock star character so enamored with her prior to the, the That's jacket? where I was confused yeah, too. I didn't get it either. Yeah. I mean, it really I was bringing it up because it was a totally useless scene just to get another musical number into the Yeah. And all the music the is done show. by one person too, apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then they shelved their. It's done by a few different artists, but um, they shelved the soundtrack. It w- it was never released. I don't know if it's because it just didn't do the box office they wanted or whatever. But uh, apparently, the person who did the what was supposed to be the big song from this movie was it Larry Weir? Maybe um, was really uh, I guess. I don't know if it was career-ending or whatever, but it was really upset that uh, this got shelved. It was supposed to be his big break, and yeah, anyway. Hmm. Never happened, but... Uh, no. Well, I can't see why. I mean... Yeah. I mean, obviously, every, every song in that movie was just so wonderful, and it's an all-time classic, right? I can't even remember. I mean, besides, like, I Like Boys, I remember, because it's just over and over and over again. But, yeah, I can't remember, like, Shayna the Rockstar's song. Nope, I remember it being there, but... I'm not. I can't sing it right now. I, my yes, wife you probably can. could. You, you have faith in yourself, Eric. <laughs> What's? But yeah, then yeah, like, right. so she gets the jacket and she needs it, and never, you know, she's popular. But then like, what? She, the fact that that rock star even said like, I've had this since the first gig I ever did. This means a lot to me, and I want you to have it. And at the end of the movie, she's like, I'm still keeping this fucking jacket. Like, that's yeah. shitty. <laughs> yeah, she's... Louise is not, like, a real great person. Like, no, I think maybe no. that's the... Yeah, that's that's the key to this movie, is nobody... You know, Madame Serena is kind of a piece of shit, too. So, like, everybody's just... No one... Well, she's weird, too. Like, I'm, I'm still used to Zelda Rubenstein being, you know, like, like she is in Poltergeist. And in mm-hmm. this one, she's a little different and yeah it's it's a little off-putting yeah well do you guys have anything else that you wanted to discuss uh, I, there's probably more we didn't get to this movie is just chock full of i, I can crazy I can stuff but my notes to see um, if it's anything worth bringing up before we uh yeah, yeah, check check the grades. ancient scrolls the play <laughs> the play the teen witch code the play that uh she's trying out for Oh, oh my right. God, yeah. Which is, I wrote, this play is a porn script. <laughs> and the fact that Louise gets, like, what, costume designer? Mm-hmm. Is like, oh, yeah, and Louise is shit. Um, well, that whole thing is, like, she's she's doing... I was going to bring that up, actually, early, early, when I was thinking about when I said everyone's just a piece of shit to Louise in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because she's, like, playing with... Bre- like, she's on stage with brad seen right after she was embarrassed with her fan fiction exposed by the teacher about her and brad and so she's on stage <laughs> with brad shitty actor he is she's actually doing an okay job but he's doing a terrible job they kiss and then she's feeling pretty good and a teacher who she likes and likes her goes 
Brad's going to be paired up with What's-Her-Face. And you're going to mm-hmm. be the understudy. And then cut yeah. fast forward. She's like, she says, break a leg, which accidentally triggers a spell, which right. breaks a girl's leg, which pr- like <laughs> yeah, moments right. prior, this girl is very excited because she's like, I've never been in part one of these things before. I'm very stressed, but I'm very excited. This is going to be big for me. And then I'm like, please don't tell me she's going to take this from this girl. And she totally fucking does unintentionally. But I was yeah. fully on expecting her to be full on bitch witch. Well, okay, so... Yeah, and then she just breaks her fucking leg, so. And then breaks her fucking leg, which she's fine the next day, because she shows up at the dance, like, with and not in a cast, so, you know. I know. Nothing personal. Maybe you guys can help me with this one, because uh, maybe I just misunderstood. This is from the first viewing. Okay. This takes place after the condom chant, <laughs> but before the prom where the guy or at least before the point where the guy says grab your wallets because here comes a slow song which still doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> i wrote for some reason i wrote teacher is a witch this witch knows some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if i can help you with that one <laughs> uh i can i just won't yeah, <laughs> so I gotta watch it the, a third uh, fucking yeah, time. Yeah, watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The teacher, the what's her name, the the drama teacher who is um, oh gosh, what is her name? Is it um, Marsha Wallace? I don't know. She's in all kinds of stuff. She was one of those character actors that actually was familiar to me mm-hmm. from this one. But yeah, um, she was kind of like the person who played all the parts that Jane Lynch would now play in a. Yeah. yeah, in She's a movie like they're yeah yeah, you're right. Good comparison. <laughs> wow, I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, but apparently she knows some shit. So she knows some shit. Yeah, grab onto well, your wallets, boys. <laughs> get them, get them condoms out. Right, condoms. Because Cond- once once the rap starts going. <laughs> Yeah, well, it worked on Polly. The spunky sperm starts flowing. So, So. top that. (laughs) Man, you're writing a whole teenage song here. That's top that. Fuck. This was this. I haven't seen a movie like this one ever. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what it is. So, should we throw some grades at this thing? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'll try. I mean, do you have anything else in your Dead Sea Scroll of notes? I, I don't. It was it yeah. was pretty light at notes, but yeah, no, no that's no. pretty much it. I think we hit uh, all the. I'm sure there's plenty more actually, but. No. Somebody okay. yelling, "Want to smoke some weed?" Um, oh, I forgot that one. Yeah, the the weird date guy, right? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the fucking yeah. the cousin that she's hooked Just, up with. It was like the most like deliberately uh, bad date. Yeah, like and well, just ever. the way he delivered the "wanna smoke some weed" line, I just it actually it cracked me up. I loved it, but yeah, yeah, I like wrote the one good quote, characteristic about him: "wanna smoke yeah. some weed." And I just wrote, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't, but now, well, now you mention it, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then I was very confused and trying to figure out what happened with her talking to Brad, but that became resolved upon upon the second viewing. But yeah, okay. um. Yeah. yeah, the parents well, look like think? they're from Stepford. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we got it. Okay, we got it, it covered. 
I think we got it all covered. Well, why don't you go ahead and start us off with grades then? Oh, fuck. Um, this one, yeah, I have no idea what to do with this movie. It's it's perplexing to me. Yeah. It's it's. It, it I never really even borders. thought about a grade for this, to be honest with you. I'm yeah, I really didn't either, to, to be honest. I've just been thinking about this movie and not knowing why and not, yeah, kind of throwing a grade on it just seems superfluous. But, um, I don't know, it... I this, this is a fucking weird one to grade, dude. <laughs> like, it is because it's it's almost it's it's in that so bad it's good, but mm. you know that it was viewed as good by people other than yourself. But you know and, we were being forced to watch this because it's so bad, right? But it's like I'm thinking back to like okay, I've got movies that I probably watched when I was eight, nine, or ten years old that are this is my, you know the equivalent. And they're terrible movies. So I don't want to just shit on it because I I I know I like movies that are the equivalent of this. It's but revenge. This is revenge. But it's this is <laughs> this is peeking you know, through the curtain for us. So I'm I'm gonna give it a B. Be, just wow. for its uniqueness. I'm gonna give it a B minus. Cause I gotta have some American machismo there, right? Um no, it's <laughs> I'll give it a B minus just because it's culturally impactful. I can see how, like, yeah, this is a warts and all. This is a perfect uh, kind of death cast of the 1980s, the end of the 1980s. So I will give it massive kudos for that. This movie's insane. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Ryan, what do you think? Um, God. It's, um, I kind of want to give it a no contest. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know how to, f I don't know where to fucking place this. Um, it's, it's, Joe's right. It's, it's, oh my God. It's something. It needs, it actually, ah, fuck. As much as I hated this experience, because I put this up there with the boogity experience for me. <laughs> something about Corey, Eric. I don't know. But good for you too. Whatever you got going on, um, it's. But it's like uh, she, she knows how to pick a good thing to fucking talk about in a in a in a, in a show. So I'll give her. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely gonna give her credit for that. And with that being said, say, I'm gonna give it the review of it. Does need to be experienced. It is perfect for, you know, it's perfect to give to those like. We live in, in, a, in a world with a lot of uh, non-binary descriptors, so I, I apologize for how I'm going to phrase this, but I don't know how to phrase it any other way. But it, it's it's good revenge to boys. It's good <laughs> revenge to boy, But not revenge in a painful way, but more so it's a bonding experience in terms of like, hey, I watched a lot of your cult favorite things. They weren't great, but I watched them with you. It's your turn to watch mine. So, yeah. so girls from the 80s and the 90s, it seems like mainly the 90s, because this came out in 89. Um, you know what? Uh, we all got forced in by our respective partners. This is for them. Uh, uh, well played. I give them, This is what I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a round of applause. That's <laughs> well, well played. Yes. Well played, okay. ladies. Uh, duly noted. <laughs> Eric? Well... <clears throat> After like putting this one off for the longest time, I I'm gonna have to say that I 
like both of you, was very confused about it for, like, pretty much while I was watching it, my brain was in crisis mode in a lot of ways, but I it was a lot of laughs, and I have to say, I think this is, like, the silliest trash I've seen since, uh, <laughs> I was going to say since Mac and Me, but that was only, like, four weeks ago, so that's, uh, but it's compar- it's comparable to that, but to me, this one's a little more lovable because it doesn't have, like, that off-putting kind of dark, weird, <laughs> bad decisions that Mac and Me has, yeah. so... I mean, I don't know. It's murder, murder shack I, house. It does, but yeah. it's just so hard to take anything in it seriously to the point where, yeah, I don't know. But I, I do see it like for, especially for the you know girls growing up or pe- people growing up that enjoyed it that happened mostly to be girls because the way this was marketed. But um, that this is totally a cult classic and it definitely lives up to all that stuff. There supposedly this this has become like a midnight movie that shows with the other kind of cult favorites and. Um, has had a resurgence lately probably because it's just ridiculous and it's just such a time capsule of cliches i it was marketed as a comedy but it's certainly not funny like on its own merits but it is hilarious as a you know when you take it as a so bad it's good type movie it is one of the best ones i've seen in quite a while so i was impressed with it in oh gosh so many ways uh it's it's I honestly want to say, like, people of, like, Joe, your daughter's age group, like, this should be essential viewing for anyone that's, like, getting their 80s from Stranger Things and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, nope. Yep. You're going to watch that. It's like watching a drug PSA. You've got to watch this, too. (laughs) This and Teen Wolf. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's double feature material. Like, if you're going to like the 80s at its best, you got to watch it at its worst. So yeah, this is this is high quality garbage. So we you know yeah. we do the junkyard here. This is high quality garbage. I'm gonna give this one a B plus. This is like a must see bad movie. It is. <laughs> like it, it, it is. Uh, I actually honestly, what I always the reason I avoided this if I if somebody would have just said that this movie was a cra- batshit crazy like 80s explosion like it is, uh, I think I would have watched it right away. I honestly expected this to be kind of like a boring not so good like teenage rom-com that's what i had in my head that this was going to be and it's not i mean it is it it attempts to be but it's just so much more as well so it's it's a very rewarding trashy movie (laughs) agreed awesome well i i i'm reluctant to do this but i will ask any of our listeners do you have any opinions on (laughs) teen witch we, I guess, would love it if you shared those with us at the Video Junkier Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or find us on Facebook at the main Video Junkier Podcast page or the Video Junkier Podcast group as well as on Pinterest and Instagram. Um, questions, comments, criticisms, witticisms, yeah, I, I, I'm at a loss. <laughs> <laughs> the witticisms aren't as witty as they used to be. Not really. <laughs> I, you have to go back and uh, rethink some basic values in your life now. Did, did you ever see that episode of Rick and Morty with the talking cat? Yeah. This and was it was the like the, cat. the fucked up. This is what, this is the, this was the talking cat. That's what they found out. It, the cat was actually part yes, of the production. It was <laughs> just this movie. I produced yeah. Teen Witch. Okay, I gotta erase my mind. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jerry's trying to go kill himself. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can yeah. see it. That's, that's kind of where I am with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Well, coming up next week on the Video Junkyard Podcast, on to a new month, and uh, we are going to be, well, we don't really have a theme, but next week we're going to be checking out the uh, 
couple episodes of the short film series that showed on Showtime back in the early, um, what was it, 2005. Um, yeah. Uh, the Masters of Horror series, short film series, and uh, what we're gonna do is just we don't uh, have we're not gonna cover the entire season, but we are going to pick a couple of episodes from each of the seasons and throughout the next couple weeks, talk about those. So we'll each pick uh, a favorite of those, and we'll uh, yeah talk a little Masters of Horror it was a pretty memorable and in my opinion yeah. very good um, short film series. So you don't see. I feel like anthology series like that were um, it was kind of a outlier because they they were super popular like with the Tales of the Crypt era and then you know we didn't see as many and it was kind of a resurgence of that so cool yep so yeah that'll be really fun I'm really looking forward to that um, and yeah so we're gonna do what like two weeks of that two weeks and of that yeah then I think we're gonna kind of get back on some of the films we had talked a little bit about some of the films that we had put on hold at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic that we're probably going to be trying to dust off some of those old lists and see if we can start tracking down some of those films moving forward. But uh, until then, we want to thank you for checking out the Video Junkyard podcast, and we hope we didn't offend anybody who loves Teen Witch with our review of Teen Witch. As you can tell, we loved it too, (laughs) Um, but probably for very different reasons. So... (laughs) Uh, we hope that nah, you, uh, they're all aware. Yeah, oh, I feel like this was a rite of passage. We appreciate you being like including us in your club. Now we get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but we hope you also enjoy the episode and feel free to share and subscribe wherever you are finding this podcast. So this is the Video Junker Podcast. Until next time, I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Siskel saying, "You want to smoke some weed? Top that." When I snap my fingers and these bodies say short, I am hot, and you're not. But if you want to hang with me, I'll give it one shot. Top that. Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected. Who would ever really want to go and top that? Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. You finally take a real look and really stop that. What's this? Stop that. Forgive. Stop that. I don't really give a about trying to stop that. Stop that. Big deal. Stop that. Unreal. You can try to you, boo. I will make a fool of you. Stop that. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast, on Twitter at video junk pod, and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast, all one word. I want to thank you again for listening. And keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.